Hello, hello, hello. Welcome or welcome back to Holistic Hot Girl. This podcast is all about becoming a very holistic, worldly, well-rounded version of yourself. And I hope that after listening to this episode, you feel at least 1% better in your week ahead. Happy Monday. We're looking forward to a great rest of the week, and I am so happy to be a part of your Monday morning. Now, let's get into this episode of Let's Cockerel. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Holistic Hot Girl. I'm so excited that you are here. Since our last episode, I feel like we have gained a few listeners, followers, friends. So I'm very excited for that. I'm glad that you're here. This episode is going to be just a little bit different than normal because I do want to talk about some things that I went through personally that I feel like a lot of people can relate to as well as, of course, provide the usual content of different tips and additional research on how to live your hottest, healthiest life. So let's get into today's episode. One thing that I'm super excited to share that has made my life easier or better this week has been creating the holistichotgirl.com website. I'm very excited to share this website with you. You can find it by going to holistichotgirl.com. On this website, we have our welcome. You can find the link to all of our episodes. And there is also a section called About Us, an episode feed. In this section, you can read a little bit more about your Holistic Hot Girl host. That's me, Angela Van Pelt as well as the journey that this podcast has taken from Big Sister Guidebook to Holistic Hot Girl. I also have included a couple blog posts. These just overview the episode and provide a little bit of additional information that you might not have gotten in the recording. So if you would like to check that out, definitely be sure to do so. I currently have the Going for a Dip and the Holistic Hot Girl Habits blog posts uploaded. The blog post will be uploaded probably Monday or Tuesday. I do like to record the episodes and have them set to be published Sunday evening, so you can look forward to that. We also have an email address, so if you would like, you can send an email to AVP, A as in Angela, V as in Van, P as in pasta, at holistichockerel.com. And I would really, really love to get some feedback. What do you like? What do you don't like? What do you wish there was more or less of? Please feel free to send an email or check out the website. Additionally, you can always send in Instagram DMs. Our Instagram is at holisticcockerelpod. And you can also find our Pinterest. I do like to post a lot of the Instagram posts on Pinterest as well, and some additional fun content. So please check us out on Pinterest as well. That is also Holistic Hot Girl. We're going to do a tarot reading this week. I haven't even shuffled the deck yet, but I do have my cards here on my desk. So if you hear the shuffling, I hope that it sounds aesthetic. This past week, as well as the previous week and the next two weeks, have been a little bit crazy for me. I have been working two jobs, 
when I definitely don't need to. But again, I am someone who likes to keep myself busy. Very busy. So I hope that in the coming weeks, our episodes are going to be longer. It looks like the Four of Pentacles, the Two of Wands, uh, there's another card in here, the Five of Wands, oh boy, the Ten of Cups, the Tower, and the Three of Pentacles. What I'm getting, and again, this is for the collective, I feel like all those TikTok tarot readers always say this, but take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Obviously, I can't cater this to every single person who listens, but this is just a general um, tarot reading. What I'm getting is that there was or will be an offer, a financial offer that sounds too good to refuse, and you think it's going to come and solve all of your problems, but that is not the case. There really is no get-rich-quick scenario that is going to be sustainable with the tower followed by the three of pentacles what i'm really getting is that in order to get the financial freedom the lifestyle the luxury that you're seeking you're gonna have to put in some hard work to get there there really is no other way to to do it you know if you try like a get-rich-quick scheme or other offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. It is too good to be true. And it's likely that you'll probably end up getting burned by that company or that individual and probably ending back where you started or even further behind from where you started. It's important to just get your head down, grind, Put in that hard work and things will work out. I want to give a little bit of a content warning for the next segment. I am going to be talking about depression and anxiety. Additionally, please keep in mind that I am not a licensed clinical psychologist. I am speaking from my own experience as well as articles that I have found on the internet. This week's primary content is going to be about post-graduation depression. Graduation season has been over for a few weeks now, so I want to spend some time to talk about post-grad depression, what it is, what the symptoms are, and really how common it is. All of this information is from an article on Healthline.com by Emily Swam. The number of adults between 18 to 25 who have experienced at least one major depressive episode has doubled from 2010 to 2020. So in the past 10 years, the number of adults between 18 to 25, which is most of you, has doubled in the last 10 years. This quote from the article says, not all young adults experience depression after graduating from college. That said, the transition out of college does serve as a common trigger. Some of the symptoms of post-grad depression include but are not limited to, this is just a short list, guilt, irritation, hopelessness, which is very common of any type of depression, lack of motivation, change in appetite, and sleep issues. Some of the main causes for this increase in depression for young adults, whether they are 
recent postgrads or a little bit further out can include stress of hunting for a job, not being able to find a job and repeatedly applying for job after job after job to be continuously rejected. It's hard. It's hard for someone to go through that pattern and know that you have to keep applying to jobs because in order to live in this country, you need to have income. That can be very stressful for anybody, particularly when you're looking for your first post-college job. Underemployment is also an issue that faces our generation. So this is when you are working below your degree level. So for example, you worked hard to receive your bachelor's degree, but the current job you have does not require a bachelor's degree. So an example for my life, I graduated with my bachelor's in political science and communication, but I was working as a bartender. So that is an example of underemployment. Student loans, a very big issue. It can feel daunting to think about how much money you owe when you don't have that much money to begin with. The biggest cause, well, the most significant cause, at least in my opinion, is loneliness. This was one that I personally struggled with. I felt very, very isolated after graduating. I was super involved at my college and knew everybody from students to staff and having to leave that behind and start over essentially was very difficult to me. According to a 2018 survey, and please note this is pre-pandemic, young adults aged 18 to 25 ranked the loneliest group. That is just very heartbreaking. So if you're feeling lonely, you're not alone in feeling lonely. There are so many people on the planet, especially in a similar age to you, who also feel that same way. I know that this isn't going to be helpful advice for everybody, but if there is someone that you've been thinking of that maybe you haven't talked to in a while or that you wish you could talk to and start a friendship with them, my advice for you is to go for it because it's likely that they're in the same situation as you. Most of this age range, 18 to 25, is experiencing loneliness. And the best thing, the best outcome is that you have a new friend or you have reconnected an old friendship. The worst thing that happens is they don't reply and then you're in the same situation that you were. So take as much initiative as you're comfortable in and you will start to see some positive feedback, some positive connections just by trying to put yourself out there and let someone know that you're there for them, even if you haven't talked in a long time. The state of the world is definitely a cause for depression in young adults. The pandemic, obviously, in addition, rise in hate crimes against Black and Asian Americans, the climate crisis. The article goes on to continue to discuss some ways to handle and manage this post-grad depression. So I'm going to go through the article suggestions and then go through some of mine because I know a lot of the people who listen to the show are people that I'm close with, but I don't even know if they realize how much that I personally did struggle with depression after graduating college. So we're going to, we'll get into that. The first suggestion from this article is to take advantage of alumni services. You may still be able to access your college's career resource center as well. So take advantage of the resources that your school offers to alumni and recent graduates. Catch up with friends. I called my friends so, so, so often, and it did help. 
obviously it wasn't a cure all, but it did help to improve my mood, let me know that there were people who were there for me. Again, as I said before, I know it can be awkward if you're the first one to reach out, but chances are they're probably feeling lonely as well and will likely be happy to hear from you. Start small, like really small. I would cry every time I thought about my college and the people that I didn't know when I would see them next, who I used to see every day, but I didn't want to talk about it. I was probably on the verge of tears from stress at my job multiple times every week. And then in September, I started a new job and moved out of my home into living by myself. Um, I was still experiencing a lot of anxiety and depression, and I hadn't quite connected with my coworkers at that point. So going from living with my family to living by myself was very isolating at that point. To really show, I don't know if this really shows, but my journal entry from September 7th says, I hope this new job is good for me. My mental health since graduation has been pretty bad. I've been having a hard time making friends. My classes only meet once a week or less and wearing masks doesn't help. So even though I was taking grad classes and I did have a job, I still wasn't making connections because I wasn't seeing anybody consistently enough to form a connection as I had been an undergraduate. I did end up meeting some of my now best friends in those classes and through those through that job, but it didn't happen automatic. I probably didn't really settle in to where I am mentally, emotionally at this point until about November, December. In October, I started therapy again and I have continued to do that and it has made things much better for me. Making friends, getting involved more at my job and therapy have been some of the biggest game changers for me. If any of you experience what I described from the article or my personal experiences, you could probably benefit from professional care. I will be posting resources on the podcast Instagram as well as in the show notes. The first step is always the hardest, but this can be the difference between dangling over the edge and lifting your head to see what's on the other side of the cliff. I also just want to touch on the fact that you never know what someone else is going through. Anyone can struggle from depression. Anyone can struggle with mental health. But just because you struggle doesn't mean you are alone. There are so many people out there who want to help you and the world is always a better place with you in it. I cannot emphasize that enough. Mental health is a really significant topic for my personal life and I think it's really important to share these stories and I will be continuing to talk about mental health, different resources, and ways that you can find support. So if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes on this topic, please feel free to send us a message either at holistichotgirlpod on Instagram or we also have an email. You can email avp at holistichotgirl.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Holistic Hot Girl. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend and leave a rate or review wherever you listen. 
For more Holistic Hot Girl, connect with us on Instagram at Holistic Hot Girl Pod for more. Scrap that. For more Holistic Hot Girl and additional posts, please connect with us on Instagram at Holistic Hot Girl Pod. I have been following back all of you who follow the pod, so it's been really fun. Also, be sure to check out our brand new website, holistichotgirl.com, for even more sneak peeks and additional information. I hope you have a great week, and I will see you next Monday.